Welcome to Pathway Church Online. We're honored you tuned in today. It's our purpose to help each person believe in Jesus, belong to a church family, become a fully devoted follower of Christ, and build God's kingdom. We believe today's message will help you do just that. It will change your life if you listen and apply it. For more information about Pathway Church, please visit www.pathwaychurchok.com. Now, let's go together and hear today's message. We would have people in our church, no joke. They would be in the middle of service, <laughs> I remember walking in, on the back row, and they would be shooting up drugs in the middle of service. And by the time the service was over, the Holy Spirit had convicted them so much, they gave up their drugs, they became clean, they stopped doing drugs, and they got their life on purpose, and they never went back to doing drugs again. That's the power of understanding your purpose. When you know your calling and you walk and you operate and walk in your calling to such an, a such a level, nothing can affect you outside of that calling. So if you don't know what you're called to do, you will abuse the areas that hinders you from operating in your calling. My calling, it's in your notes, keeps my life defined. When you don't understand your purpose, you will live life however you want because you are absent from your calling. I am telling you, people of God, church, friends, family, we have got to understand the calling that are on our lives in the individual setting. If we can begin to operate in the individual calling that God has placed us in, we will shake this city for the kingdom of God. We will shake our families. You don't understand. You've got to walk in the calling that God has for you. When you do this, no one will be the same that's in your life. The power of God will transform. Do you realize, I saw on Facebook or, or Instagram last night, I don't even know if it's true, I shouldn't repeat it. It was a video of all these tanks on trains going across to the Ukraine border. You don't understand the end is so close. And if we don't operate in our callings, if we don't operate in our giftings, people will die and go to hell that God put in our influence because he said, I need you to be salty. I need you to sprinkle them with my power, with my anointing, but I need you to operate in the calling that I put upon your life. When I was in high school, um, I played golf and tennis, and golf was easy for me, and I'd make the golf team and I'd quit because I didn't really want to play on the team, just wanted to make sure I could do it, you know, <laughs> ego, whatever. Right. And my junior year, uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, why don't you go play tennis? I swing a golf club like this, tennis like this, so not that big of a difference. All right, I'll go play tennis. I stunk at it. I was terrible. And so I went and got a tennis coach, Dan. Uh, he's actually another pastor in town. I said, Dan, teach me to play tennis. He said, okay. 
So we would get together every week and we would play. And whenever we first started playing together, it was, he was teaching me, okay, you got to have an Eastern grip or a Western grip, or he had different things. He would show me these different things. He was a professional tennis player, so, or he was before he became a pastor. So he knew all this technique. He would teach me, okay, you got to step into the ball. You got to bend your knees and all these different things. And I would begin to practice it. And I would meet with him once, twice, sometimes even three times a week at a tennis court at his house. So we'd go out there and practice and play. And then one day, things begin to shift. He no longer sat next to me and fed me balls. He went to the other side of the net and began to hit balls at me. And whenever he began to hit balls at me, what did it do? All the things that he taught me began to come out and I began to hit balls back. And after doing that for a few sessions and going for a few weeks, and then he'd get to the other side and then he'd start serving the ball and hitting. And then what was he doing? He was pulling out of me what he taught me how to do. He was pulling something better out of me because he was better than I was. You've got to get around people who are better than you to operate in the giftings that God's called you to be in. If you want to get good at tennis, what do you got to do? You got to get around someone who's good at tennis. If you want to be good at praying, what do you got to do? You got to get around people who are good at praying. They will pull something out of you that you didn't even know that you had in you. There's a reason why we want to have monthly prayer gatherings. It's not because we just want to get together and hang out, although we love that. It's we want to pull the Spirit of God out of you. We want to pull something that's already in you out of you so you can function as the body of Christ and do what God has called you to do. Amen. I want to be a part of the church. I won't cry again. That when you get in the room, Something happens. I want to be a part of a church, Jeff. Whenever, whenever Jeff shows up, the, the Spirit of God shows up. I want to be a part of a church that when Sharon, when, when Carol, Pat, whenever you guys show up, the atmosphere is charged. I want to be a part of a church that when you get in the room, your healing manifests. I want to be a part of a church that when you get in the room, the power of God begins to manifest. I want to be a part of a church that whenever you get in the room, something on the inside of you begins to stir it up. The questions that you've been asking yourself all week begin to have answers. I want to be a part of a church that when you get in the room, you begin to have revelation of the word of God. I want to get in the church where there is power when we all come together. I want to be in the room whenever you're operating in your giftings, when you're operating in your purpose, when you're operating in the things that God has for you. There's a story in the Bible that four men lowered their friend down through a roof. They cut a hole. The miracle of the man didn't happen on the outside of the room. The miracle happened for the man when he got in the room where Jesus was. Then the story goes in a little bit later. A girl was sick and dying. The parents said, hey, go get Jesus. I've heard that he could be the one to take care of us, to take care of our girl. Jesus shows up and they said, Jesus, you're already too late. The girl has already died. And Jesus said, let me get in the room. Let me take two disciples with me and when Jesus walked in the room the angels of heaven said you guys come on come on come on get ready he's about to speak he's about to commission us to do something the power of God shows up when together we get collective in the room I'm telling you people of God whenever we get into the room we speak to the mountain what happens the mountain moves. You speak to the sickness and it dies. You speak to whatever the situation is. But you've got to be in the room when all of us are operating in our giftings at the same time, the same place, with same unity, doing and 
functioning how God created us to do and to function. Your miracle happens when you get in the room. Your anointing is released when you get into the room. You can't grow in your anointing outside of being inside the room. You develop your anointing or you, you, you grow in your anointing outside. You develop your anointing inside. I am right now trying to learn how to hear God's voice. You're going to hear me say... Maybe God's doing this. I don't know. I am discovering how to hear God's voice, but I'm doing it in the room so that way you'll be blessed by it or you're going to be like, oh, that's not right. And so I'm going to learn how to do this. I want you to be doing the same thing. I want you to walk up to somebody and say, I think God's got a word for you. And nothing happens. Guess what? That's where faith and action come together right there. I can't tell you. You know how difficult it is for me to be up here. You know how difficult it is for me to, uh, this is totally out of my zone, but what happens when I get in the room and anointing begins to fill up on the inside of me and something transfers. What was taking place in the worship setting this morning before we started the song, I skipped a song because I could feel the anointing rising up in me to teach a message that's going to penetrate your hearts. We've got to be in the room in order for that to take place. There's something about being in the room. Let's all stand to our feet. We're gonna we're gonna be in the room. We're gonna do this differently. I told you all ago I want to be a part of the church where the power of God moves. I want to be a part of a church. That when you come in, this isn't just a word that we speak, it's a life that we live. I want to be a part of a church that the atmosphere is charged. That everything that we have, everything we need is in the room because Jesus is in the room. Because you're in the room. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you because he's trying to do in the body of Christ what he did in the body of Christ. And if we want to walk, I don't know if you get that, but if you want to walk in the same anointing, the same limitless power that Jesus walked in, it will require all of us to do our part. So right now, with every head bowed, every eye closed, every hand raised, please, God, we look for you. God, we look for you. Lord, this place is set apart for your glory. This place is set apart for you to minister. This place is set apart for your power to dwell. God, we need you in this place this morning. We want to be in the room with you, Jesus. Do it in this place, Jesus, because I know that whenever we can become on fire, we will change the people around us. We will go to our workplace and we will no longer act like them, but we go with the fire and the power of the Holy Spirit and they begin to question and wonder who you are on the inside of us and you begin to use us as salt in places where your presence is not made known. Jesus, use me. Jesus, use me. If you just say it out loud. Jesus, use me. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Use me. Use me. 
Lord, if there's anything on the inside of us that would hinder your spirit from using us, Lord, today we want to relinquish that to you. Burn those things out of us, those desires that keep us from you. Those desires that keep us from the holiness of who you are that separates us from you. Lord, we don't want to be separated from you. We want to be close. We want to hear your voice. We want to operate in your giftings and callings that you have for us. Jesus, impart into this church more, more of your anointing, more of your spirit. We honor you in this place. We will always honor you in this place. Begin to bring those to abundance. Lord, use us. Use us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stay standing almost done. You can turn your music off. Jesus came show us what the kingdom of God looked like on earth. God created you to be salty so that others can see Jesus in you. Others should be able to see Jesus in you because of the culture of heaven that's on you. You have a gifting. You have a purpose you were called. You have a spice that only you can bring to the anointing oil. You have a spice that only you can bring to the church. Your gifting is established individually, but it's brought out corporately. Your calling defines your life. 
falling defines my path. Say that out loud. My calling defines my life. Say it again. My calling defines my life. One more time. My calling defines my life. There's such power in that. Over the past two weeks, my single goal has been to where you come to a place where you can say my purpose is found by abiding in the culture of heaven. My purpose is fulfilled in this church and defined by my calling. My purpose flourishes when we come together. My final thought for the last two weeks is this. What spice do you bring to the church? What spice do you bring to the church? Father God, I thank you for every person in this room. I thank you for the callings that are upon each of our lives. Lord, I pray that if we're not sure the spice that we add, the flavor that we add to the church, I pray, God, this week that you show us. The, the nature of the calling of our lives is found in your presence. So, Lord, I pray that we spend time in your presence this week. I pray that we spend time in your word this week so we can find our calling in you. Lord, I pray that we discover our spice because, God, when we as a church come together and we operate in the spices that you have called us to live, we can walk in the anointing oil that your presence dwells in. So, Holy Spirit, begin this week, begin now to show us our spice. If we're not sure what that is, show it to us. Lead us in that place. Guide us in that place so that when we come together corporately, there is an anointing of heaven that's released upon our lives. And when we come together corporately, in the room, you are here. When we come together in the room, your power will be made known. That there will be, as Terrence said a few weeks ago, if you believe it, there will be here. There will be a standing room only in this room because your power is made known. That people want to be in the room where you're in the room. When you showed up, Jesus, multitudes of people showed up. When you showed up, healings took place. Miracles took place. Restorations took place. Demons were cast out. Dead came life. All of these things happened. And because you showed us all of these things so that we can walk in the same power that you walked in. So, Lord, I pray that all of us this week walk in that same power. That when we come together next Sunday, when we get in the room, something happens. The presence of God shows up and our lives are forever transformed by being in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, everyone said. Thank you for tuning in today. For more content like this, visit our website, www.pathwaychurchok.com to see the variety of ways you can download this content and so much more. It's our pleasure that you would tune in and we believe that if you take the content you just heard, write down the parts that spoke to you and work on a plan to apply it, you will not be the same person a year from now. We hope today you can take this content, apply it, share it, let it change you and you can become all God has called you to become. Thank you again for tuning in We'll be together again soon. Until then, keep growing.